When planning the road to success, there are a few steps to keep in mind. Identifying and solving the cause, facing and embracing change, goal setting, and being accountable. We'll talk about this today on Sustainable Success with Chris Salem. New and healthier habits lead to prosperity in all areas of your life and business. Now, here's your host, Chris Salem. Well, welcome, everybody. Hope everyone's having a great week. The Sustainable Success Wade is another beautiful day here in the New York City area. Matter of fact, I'm looking out of my studio and there's not a cloud in the sky. Wow, I wish we could be outside doing this show today because it is wonderful. And today's guest we're going to be introducing here shortly. She's also from the area, so she can, you know, can testify that it is a beautiful day here in the New York City area. If you're just joining us uh, for the first time, you found us here at the Voice America Influencers Channel. We'd also like you to encourage you to check us out and follow us also on Facebook at our uh, Sustainable Success uh, Facebook page. That's Sustainable Success 2017. That was the inception of our show. There we've had many of our great guests that we've had on over the years sharing their words of wisdom and insights to not only scale your personal brand and business to the next level, but also your personal lives as well. We always want to make sure we show up with great experts and experiences that will allow you to tap in and to decide what you like to do as it applies to your situation in business and in your personal life. Uh, Today's show is being brought to you today by Alumni Direct. This is a new social media community platform that brings together people from different from schools, alumni. This could be fraternities, sororities. Perhaps you worked in a business that's no longer in business, like a WorldCom or an America West or Continental Airlines. They're now rolled up into a new company. This is a great way to get back with people that you haven't seen, perhaps meet new people that you've never met from your school. Great way to form new partnerships, experiences, perhaps a new job, And this is a a platform that really takes out all the noise of social media that you find on the other platforms. Again, check them out at Alumni Direct at MyAlumniDirect.com. That's MyAlumniDirect.com. They also have a lot of affinity partnership programs that provide you a lot of different services that you would not get otherwise anywhere else. So there's a lot of uh, bells and whistles and perks there along the way. Check them out again, myalumnidirect.com. With that being said, we got a great show today, and we're going to be talking about a topic called embracing good enough and how appropriate it can be in, during these times that we've all been going through. And uh, our, our guest today is Ellen Sledge, and she is the founder and owner of Penny Lick Ice Cream Company, an alumna of Rutgers University and the French Culinary Institute. She always knew she would own her own business. She spent years working in the pastry line in some of New York City's most notable restaurants and managing food events for Princeton University before taking the entrepreneurial leap with Penny Lick in 2013. Ellen's a bit of a food science nerd, always taking extra courses, running around her test kitchen. She's also a proud alum of the Goldman Sachs 10,000 Small Business Businesses Program. And in her spare time, she's a guest speaker in high schools and colleges chambers of commerce, rotary clubs, and corporations. She and her husband are raising their three children in Westchester County, New York, which is right north of New York City, who are quickly eating all her profits. (laughs) And I can relate. I love that. Uh, Ellen, welcome to the show. We are so proud uh, to have you here. 
Thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here with you today. Absolutely. We are looking forward to today. So when we talk about embracing good enough, you know, we, we've been through a really difficult period. I know you have, I mean, you're in the food services business and that was the first to be affected by the, you know, COVID and this whole pandemic situation. But when we look at good enough, it's not just our business. It's also our lives. It's looking at everything from a holistic standpoint Discuss with people that are listening here now live and those will be listening later on demand. When we, what, what does it mean when we talk about embracing good enough? Yeah, so I'll start by saying that it's a mantra that I have been living by for many, many years. And certainly before I was an entrepreneur. Um, I have always been a bit of a perfectionist and a bit of a micromanager, even in my personal life, in my work life, certainly in my personal life, a little too much so. And it was actually, uh, it was actually something a psychiatrist said to me many, many years ago. Um, I was, I was, I was uh, getting counseling after, after the death of a parent. And, um, and she said that I was focusing too much of my time and too much of my efforts on making sure that everything in my life was absolutely perfect. And that I was, it was holding me back and it was wasting valuable time in my life. And she said, and I want you to just learn to work good enough. She said, I want you to write them on a card and stick them on your bathroom mirror. She's like, I want them to be on the back of your bedroom door. So you don't open your bedroom door in the morning without thinking the words good enough that you don't hold yourself to a, an unrealistic, frankly, imaginary ideal of perfectionism, that it gets in the way of your relationship. It gets in the way of your progress professionally. It gets away in the way of your progress emotionally. I have applied those words good enough to every aspect of my life. I found them particularly helpful in the year of 2020. Um, and I do still it's a habit. It, it's, it's a habit that you make while you're breaking other bad habits. And, and I, I will say, particularly in moments of chaos and, you know, all of 2020, it was a hard habit to stick with. But um, those two words, uh, good enough, where you're not holding yourself to absolutely perfect, unrealistic expectations, can actually be freeing and can help mm -hmm. propel you forward. Well, I, well, one of the things I love about what you just said and what I love about you is that you're, you're, you're highly transparent. Number one, here you are on the show and, and you just put that, you know, that transparency is so freeing. It's it, it transparency and vulnerability to me are, I have been led to believe they were, they were weaknesses growing up. And it was what saved me to make that transition 21 years ago from the misery that I was living in to be where I am today. And I still, to this day, you know, live by transparency and, and really, respect people that are transparent. So when you talked about perfectionism, you know, I can relate to that because I'm a, I'm a recovering perfectionist and I that was me <laughs> 21 years ago and everything had to be perfect. So even if I had to put an act on, I, you know, I was a good actor. But the fact is, is that with perfectionism is a form of codependency. It, it actually stops that progress or it, it, we, sometimes we don't even get started in certain things. And we never, we will never live to our full potential because we're trying to control things that are beyond our control. Talk a little bit okay. about that, a little bit from that perspective, from, from a business and well, personal I, perspective. 
I, I sure can start with the business <laughs> perspective. You know, I, I can say honestly, as as a member of the food and beverage and, and restaurant club here in the United States that all had an exceptionally bad 2020 um, and Westchester, uh, uh, we became an epicenter. Uh, we were worse than fir- first, unfortunately. Um, when you are looking for the perfect answer, when you are looking for the perfect solution to a problem, it can delay you from making decisions you need to make immediately. What I found before, I mean, Pennylick is eight years old, but even before I had a small business, um, I was spending so much time ruminating on what to do next and, and thinking out end games a little too far, looking for perfect scenarios to everything in my life. And, and it results in a decision paralysis. If you can't make a decision, you don't survive. 2020 is the perfect example of that. I, I am, uh, I am fairly well connected in, in restaurants and the food industry in general in the New York metro area and in Connecticut. And I do know more than one small business owner who failed in part because they couldn't just make a decision and go forward. When, when it feels like, like a pandemic, for example, which is just the perfect example to point out, like there's a freight train coming at you, a, a chaos, and you don't know what to do. You do have to make decisions rather quickly and they're not going to be perfect, but they're going to be something. And you have to do it right away. And if you have decision paralysis, you fail. Food, uh, food businesses and small business owners across the United States, there is one really jarring statistic you should know about them. On average, have only four weeks cash on hand, which is why 2020 was such a disaster for the small business industry and why particularly for, for food and beverage, which run on very small margins. Um, and so if you are looking for perfection, it, it gets in the way of the good. It gets in the way of, of progress of any kind. And it, it really can hamper you. It can, in what I, what I really do think was in 2020, it made the difference between, you know, your, your business getting through and your business not. I'm, I'm glad that I have this mantra. I can imagine um, you know, recovering perfectionist on sledge. I can imagine her in a 2020 scenario with Penny Lick ice cream. Actually, no, I, you know what? I can't because I can't imagine Penny Lick having made it eight years. You know, like, <laughs> it would have, gone, would have gone a few years earlier than that. Anything would have tripped me up beforehand. Well, you, I mean, you've done just some credible things, uh, you know, with, you know, when we talk about good enough, I mean, so good enough has really, helped you and you know and and obviously it was recognized you know with a lot of things that you know you, you know you've you were you know recognized by Westchester magazine as a women entrepreneur of the year you you've been part of the Goldman Sachs uh, small business program and gotten a lot of kudos from them so talk about the you know a little bit about your experiences you know, what led up to this good enough? Like, you know, like, you know, share a little bit more because I think the people listening, that's what they resonate with because there are people going to be yeah. that are listening that are saying, that's me. I'm, I've been waiting on the sidelines because it was, I needed the perfect moment, the perfect time, the perfect situation. I couldn't make a decision, that type of thing. Yeah. Well, listen, I, I wanted to be an entrepreneur uh, since fifth grade. 
I actually started my first business in fifth grade <laughs> um, and it was going very well until like the principal of the elementary school shut it down. And um, before being like a full-time entrepreneur, I was always looking for the perfect scenario for my small business. If I'm going to open a small business, it has, it has to be absolutely the right conditions. And um, I think that if I had this mantra of good enough, I would have started my small business maybe 10 years earlier. I, uh, it wasn't until I really started, and, and again, this was with psychiatric work, right? I, it wasn't until I felt like I was in a very good place and had this mantra that I, I said, why am I, why am I waiting? Why don't I just start a small business and see what happens? And if it fails, it fails. But at least I tried. Like before that, the concept was, why would I start it if I could fail it? No, 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 yeah. no, no. It only has to be perfect. Those are the things that like went through my head as an entrepreneur, but I, I'm 46 years old and I am a mom of three kids and it is the thing I say to them every single day. Uh, my oldest is, is entirely too much of a perfectionist and she is also a senior in high school and she has really struggled during the quarantine as a result because so many of those things that she liked to show that she was perfect at, all those activities and uh, awards, they, they all just stopped. And everybody had to do Zoom homework and Zoom classes. What that meant was it put her in a terrible, terrible um, mental state. And her school counselor and her own, uh, her own team you know, of therapists said that 50% of the kids in the United States who are seniors in high school are suffering the same exact way. They, they had these metrics that they were holding themselves to. But, you know, and I can say this certainly as a, as a Westchester County, New York resident, your kid has to go to the best schools and your kid has to go to the best preschool and your kid has to go to the best school district. And so you'll pay more money to get into the best school district and then your kid goes on to the best college. And um, so they're on a, a really unhealthy perfectionist track from day one. And when you throw a quarantine in it, some of my daughter's classmates and friends, some of my employees, because I'm sure you can imagine that at Penny Lake Ice Cream Company, I'm not necessarily hiring people with uh, MBAs. I'm hiring 17-year-olds who want to come ice cream cones. Some of them had a real problem with the concept of the SATs being canceled. They just could not. Every school in the United States said, we're waiving them. You don't have to turn them in. Hey, if you have a score and you want to send it in, great. We otherwise don't care. But kids were still falling all over themselves to schedule and reschedule and reschedule their SATs every time that they were canceled and drove two counties away to try to get a spot. And, and it wasn't necessary. And it was a, a metric that they didn't need to achieve and wasn't even relevant. And we told our daughter who had had you know, a really rough year, but was usually a, you know, a top, top performer student. This isn't necessary. None of this is necessary. Do not take the SATs. We, we told her there are 4,800 colleges and universities in the United States. Everybody wants to go to an Ivy because those are all they've heard of. The name on your sweatshirt simply doesn't matter. It's what you're going to do with the time there. It's what you're going to do with the experience. Let it go. Those ideas, those things that everybody is working toward, those, those ideas of perfection, gosh, it would be amazing if I got over a 1,500 on my SATs. 
Let it go. Now more than ever, let it go. I, I personally, as a mom of three kids, I would like to see the SAT die and never be resurrected. <laughs> I don't actually think it's a good metric. I, I raised my hand. You, you know what? You know what my great. You know what I got on the SATs. I mean, when people hear this, they're like, Chris. You, you've, you've had you've had great success in business. You, you're, you've you've been a guy we've counted on for strategy, and you make great decisions. And a seven thirty. I mean, how pathetic is that? That was, but I don't test well on those tests. No, no, and a lot of people don't. And these days, the SATs are really just a metric of how much money your parents can afford for all the best. <laughs> training programs, right? I mean, I, I, I'm a guest speaker all the time in New York City public schools. Not everybody can afford the Princeton Review $2,000 bill. Anyway, I find that the words good enough have to be drilled into children. And I think that that's part of a way to help grow them into healthier, more productive adults. Don't let perfect get in the way of good. Yeah. Wow. That is so powerful. So, so true. And, uh, you know, I love how you describe that, you know, and how you illustrated again, being so transparent uh, in that, in what you just told. And I know that people that are listening uh, here can really relate to that. I related to that because we, especially when you said the SETs, I was like, oh my God, that was like the word that I had dreaded taking that test. And, and, you know, and, and it, 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 you know, it prevented me to get into one school. I remember I wanted to go to Florida state and they were really high in SATs. And they wouldn't take me. But then ASU said, we don't care about that stuff. We'll welcome you. You, you seem like a smart guy. You got great, you good grades in school. And rest, I haven't regretted it. So it was meant to be. So uh, now I love what you said there. So <laughs> we have a, a few minutes to our first break. I wanted you to kind of see if you can like talk about, you know, the, the process you know, and we'll continue that. Well, maybe, or maybe what we could do is just kind of like maybe a real quick bullet point about the process that you took to make that, that transition. And then we'll get into a little bit more when we come back after break. Uh, the, the transition from looking entirely too hard. Yeah, to looking from a perfectionist to, to, to bracing good enough. Yeah. Cause I've been there. <laughs> I, um, I, I am not joking when I, I, I'm really not joking when I say I put signs all over the house. I, I, uh, I set calendar alerts in my iPhone saying, I know you have to cook dinner now, but calm down. It'll get done. You know, <laughs> it was, I, it's a little crazy, but I remember in college when I was studying Japanese for no reason. Um, and I couldn't remember all the words. So I put flashcards and taped them all over the object, all over the house. I just kept taping the words good enough good enough, good enough. Until one day where I was like, well, I feel kind of free. <laughs> wow. I start a business now. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is powerful. We actually got less than a minute to our first break. This, I mean, this is so great. I, I want to let everybody know that's listening right now. And those that are going to be listening later here on demand, you know, th if you're just joining us, this, you know, Ellen is just a very highly transparent person. And, you know, what you're hearing is, you're not alone if you have been suffering in silence with perfectionism. I was there myself here as the host of Sustainable Success. I spent the first 30 years of my life being a perfectionist. And I can tell you, it, it is draining. It's exhausting. The, the worry, I, I was always trying to control what I could, couldn't, what I have, or what I didn't have, 
instead of controlling what I did have and what I knew. So it's so, so imperative. When we come back, Ellen's going to cover some more things. We got more to come from her. You're going to also learn a little bit later about if you like ice cream about her ice cream company as well, because I can tell you firsthand it's it is wonderful, especially for those that are that are looking for allergen free food and ice cream. You've come to the right place. So with that being said, we got to go to break, but we'll be right back. So do not go away. And for those that are just joining us, you can listen to the show later here on demand. And we'll be right back after the break. What is balance? It's being true to your purpose and not being distracted by shiny objects. Surrounding yourself with family and loved ones. Nurturing your spirituality. Maintaining a healthy balance of emotional and physical wellness. And being present in the moment. Chris Salem creates awareness about eliminating limited beliefs or unblocking mindset barriers for entrepreneurs, sales professionals, business leaders, and professional athletes to have sustainable success at the next level. The solution evolves out of resolving the root cause to the problem. The issue is that many people and businesses manage the problem but do not address the root cause to it. You now have the opportunity to live your life and operate your business in the solution rather than the effect of your challenges. Schedule a time to chat about your goals and the person you desire to be by going to ChristopherSalem.com. We have group consultation calls, one-on-one, and other programs to assist you. It will be the best thing you do for yourself to see how sustainable success is possible for you in your life and business. Join us at the next level. Visit ChristopherSalem.com. This is the Voice America Influencers Channel. Be inspired. You are listening to Sustainable Success with Chris Salem. Call into our program today at 1-866-472-5795. Again, that's 1-866-472-5795. Or send an email to Chris at ChristopherSalem.com. Now... Back to sustainable success. Well, welcome back. If you're just joining us again, we are here talking about bracing good enough with Ellen Sledge. She is the founder and owner of Penny Lick Ice Cream. She also uh, speaks at various uh, public schools, colleges, and corporations uh, in the areas of uh, leadership and a wide variety of different things. So, again, you want to get to know Ellen. She's going to be sharing with you later some uh, information how you could follow Penny Lick Ice Cream on Facebook and on Instagram, as well as following her on LinkedIn and uh, uh, Facebook as well. So again, uh, Ellen, when we we were talking about before the process, if you could share a little bit more information for those people, like kind of like wherever somebody is right now, what would be the first thing they can take that first step to kind of walk away from that fear? Because I always know it was fear that kept me from, you know, getting away from perfectionism. Well, I'm going to be honest, it's it's fear and it's anxiety, right? I I mean, that's really what it's rooted in. Um, My, like I mentioned earlier, my senior in high school daughter, that fear, that anxiety, that need to control every detail, every aspect. First, you have to realize the problem you have. Hers is actually much further gone. She's, she's not uh, embarrassed to tell anybody she actually has obsessive compulsive disorder. And it's a lot of work on what do you need to control and what do you need to recognize is out of your control. 
Mm. And in a year like 2020, right, nothing was was in our control. So uh, many, many more people will find themselves right now in this need to control, micromanage every aspect of their lives. And um, it's a little freeing to realize that far less is in your control than you think. Uh, I, I mentioned to you that, that this all started um, in, in therapy with a psychiatrist. Yeah. She actually said to me today, one day, she said, uh, what makes you think that you are such a, a superpower that you can control every aspect of everything around you? Do, do you have some sort of cape? Can you fly? What, what are your superhero skills? What makes you think you have this power to begin with? Um, the, the, the first step is recognizing you have a problem. I am pro-therapy in all of its forms. There are some great app, inexpensive apps these days you can do that on. But then the first thing is to recognize that, that if you are trying to control everything in your life, something something is wrong, something is really bothering you and you feel like nothing is in your control. I used to make lists, entirely too many lists, but I do still make lists, lists are obviously helpful, of um, what's important and only what's important. Uh, On this list today, Ellen Sledge, are only the things that are important. The rest of it can actually fall by the wayside. It, it does not matter if you didn't sign up fast enough to bring something to your child's school party. It, like, it, it does not matter. Like, these are the things that fall by the wayside. Um, and then it was just kind of a, a mantra that I had to start building. When I noticed, when I noticed that I, I you know, I mean, like I said, I've always battled anxiety. Um, and when I noticed I was doing things like, um, polishing the dining table that I'm currently sitting at too many times a week. <laughs> I was just like, what am I doing here? It doesn't need to be this shiny. There are other things I can do with my time. I can read a book. Um, it was, it was the, the biggest part of the process, right? Mm. Was the realization that <laughs> I was doing it to begin with. Um, and from there, it really was a, a, it took me a, a little bit of time to, um, to do other things. I, I actually structured my day a bit mm. more, which is, when you think about it, right, the opposite of letting go. But <laughs> if you have a basic structure to your day, you can stop worrying about all the little details and everything around you. And if you have a list of this is what's important today, these are the only things that's important today. It's a list that I double check and I write before I go to bed at night. And I stop with it at like 8.30. I don't look at screens or anything after that. And then I only worry about what I can control the next day. And it's a, it's a limited scope. I am, not, I am not a superhero. I do not have a cape. <laughs> it, there you I, go. I am not the perfect homemaker. I am not the perfect laundry folder. I am not the perfect uh, a lot of things. Uh, even with customers, even with employees, right? I train teenage employees. I, I have been working with teenagers for many, many years now. I've always been surrounded by teenagers. And I tell them, I'm like, you're going to make a mistake. It's fine. <laughs> just, 
uh, you know, if you made a mistake with somebody's order, say to the customer, I am so sorry I got that wrong. Let me redo that. That's it. That's all you need to do. You don't need to, don't beat yourself up. And if the customer is really beating yourself up, then the customer can find another ice cream shop. You know, like everybody needs to calm down. <laughs> there are things that are important in this world. Whether you got chocolate or chocolate malt, it's sort of important, but not worth shouting about and not worth you being in tears over, you know, you know, I, I try, I have to be, I have to be an example to my kids, but also to my employees, because again, they're teenagers and it's always their first job. Right. And you want, you would rather have a good first job experience than a catastrophic first job experience. No, so true. So true. And you, you know, you really illustrated cause you really shared from the heart and, and like I said, you know, everybody listening, you can feel the transparency that, that she's sharing from. And this is so important. I know for me, when I began to become really transparent, and, and I still to this day tell my story 21 years later. And yet, yeah, yeah, now of course I could do it with extreme confidence and it just rolls off my tongue like no hesitation. It wasn't always like that. It, it, it took, it was in stages. You could, you could feel it getting better and better. So it, it, it's progress. Just like you said, embracing yeah. good enough is progress. progress. We can only show up to be your best, not to be the best. To be the best means we have to be perfect. But if right. we could just be your best saying, okay, what can I do better than I did yesterday? And then I just, could, whatever I can control within, within my control, I'll maximize it. That's all we can do. Right. I'm not, I'm, I'm never going to be the perfect mom. I, yeah. I don't think perfect mom exists. I don't think no. that's true. And I think that uh, we women are particularly hard on ourselves about that. Yes. It's not real. Um, and I'm never going to be the perfect business owner. I'm going to give it 110%. Occasionally a detail is going to get dropped and I'm going to have to fix it. And I'm going to screw up and I'm just going to have to not beat myself up too much, fix it and move forward. The other thing I say a lot to my kids, I say a lot to my staff, I say a lot to myself is that nearly all problems are solvable. I mean, some aren't, but most problems have some sort of solution. It may not be a perfect solution, but there'll be some sort of fix. I, I also joke that the, when you have a small business, everything keeps breaking, that all the problems are solvable with buckets of cash. But, you know, I, problems are solvable. They're, they're like... Uh, like a, a, an employee made a mistake the other day on the loyalty program that we have at our ice cream shop. This person earned a free pint and the employee got really confused by our new loyalty program and gave her four free pints. And she was just like, Oh my God, I owe you money. I'm going to give you money. You can take it out of my, I'm like, I'm not going to take it out of your paycheck. It was a mistake. Let me show you again how this works. Don't worry. You'll get better at it next time. You know, all problems are solvable, and we just probably just got the, the most loyal customer ever because we just gave her a bag full of free ice cream. All right. Well, you just demonstrated the, the description of a servant leader and somebody that's relatable, somebody that's understandable. Because, hey, you, to that young girl, it was like I was there, and, I, and I, made, I made similar mistakes. I made those mistakes. Maybe not the same one that, that happened, but I made mistakes like this. I can understand you're, you know, you are a good employee. You, you offer a lot of great strengths and, and, and you're an asset to this operation. And yes, we're going to make mistakes. Now, is she, is she going to make that mistake again? Probably more likely not. Will she make right. another mistake sometime down the road? Sure, we all do. 
but it's all part of the process to grow and evolve. And just like you said, I'm sure that customer is thrilled and they're, they're going to keep coming back. <laughs> they may not get their four pints now, but. <laughs> yeah, they got a nice tote bag and everything. Um, yeah. It, when you think about that, that's all rooted in empathy. Isn't yes. It? And so when you are saying to yourself, not everything needs to be perfect. Good enough is fine. Let go of the, the concept of perfect. That's you being empathetic to yourself. And when you're saying it to your kids, that's you being empathetic to your kids. And when you're saying it to your employees, that's you being empathetic to your employees. But, but you can't be those things until you're empathetic to yourself. When you are not holding yourself to ridiculous performance standards that, that aren't real and nobody could possibly achieve. Yeah. I have to believe the, the superstar billionaires of this world that have created great products have made nonstop <sighs> mistakes and have absolutely forgiven themselves time and again, and have definitely said more than once, that's good enough. Absolutely. It's just so, it's just such a peace of mind when you know, I mean, I, I, like I said, this took me a number of years to shift my way of thinking from controlling what I couldn't, couldn't and what I didn't know to what I, what I could control and what I knew, and letting those puzzle pieces come in when the time came to connect the dots. It was so much like freeing, like it, it, that anxiety was like cut in half, literally. And, and, so, and so, so important at what you're talking about here in, in, in terms of business as, as well as in your personal life. Well, yeah. you, you've shared a lot of things, uh, you know, as a, as a mom as well. If you can shine some insights there, a little bit more there for any of the ladies that are, that are moms here because I, I, I know on Facebook, I, I saw a few people that are on that are, that are, that are I know for a fact that are moms. So yeah. uh, I'm sure they can relate to what you're saying. Well, I'm sure that they also know that I am in no way, shape or form giving mom advice because that would be <laughs> credulous of me. I would be a ridiculous person for doing it. I can say that, uh, you know, uh, when it comes to sports, Right. My my we live in a town where people are very competitive about sports. My son is good, not spectacular, not always the starter on the team. He's going to drop a ball in the outfield. It's going to happen. And I sit in the stands with all the other parents of all the other boys and occasionally a ball gets dropped and it'll be my son or somebody else. And all the parents will complain about that child. I don't understand the people who are striving for that perfection. And I think it damages them and it makes them not love what they do. So I'm particularly careful that when my kids have found something that they love, maybe it's, uh, it's writing, you know, maybe it's acting, maybe it's singing, maybe it's baseball, maybe it's golf, um, that, that if they want to do it and they really, really want to do it, they should throw themselves into it. But that, um, Practice doesn't even make perfect. Practice makes good enough. We, we actually have a... Have a I, I, I think you just recoined the term now. It, it's not practice makes perfect. Practice makes good enough. Yeah. Boom. Our, Guys, our write that down. Write it down. Our 11-year-old plays cello almost every day, and she's got this cello teacher over Zoom, and she's like, I keep, I keep doing this. I keep making this mistake. We're like, you're 11. <laughs> care and even the world's greatest musicians still practice every day and it's still never going to be perfect it's just never going to be perfect um yeah but i so i always tell them practice makes good enough 
Wow. I love that term. I, I, I'm going to make a note of that because that's something uh, that can, uh, you got to use that term. It is uh, definitely will resonate with people. Write that down. Make sure that you quote her. It's not, you know, that's coming from her, but no, it's so true. Cause when we can, when we can, tr- like I said, when we can strive for progress, cause not, there's no, I, I've learned over the years, there's no destination. It's just life is progress in motion. Business is progress in motion. Are there going to be people better than you? Sure. Mm-hmm. And they're going to be people. So it doesn't matter. I'm not comparing. I'm doing what, I, I, how do I show up to be my, to be my better self in business, in life today? That's it. That didn't matter you what can. happened yesterday. You, you cannot show up to be your best self if you are holding yourself to realistic expectations. Yeah. The world's greatest painters, the world's greatest musicians, the world's greatest sculptures. They were constantly striving for a perfection and um, none of them ever found it. Even the best artists in the world were still constantly evolving and changing. Um, it's, there is no, you're right, there's no end point. It's just progress. Life is an yeah. endless work in progress. Yeah. And so I teach my kids that and uh, never more than in the last year has that been an important lesson to learn, learn, and relearn. Yeah. Wow. Wow. It is so true. And it's so important for children due to the fact that children learn from what they observe in their parents. So this is a, do you feel like this is a great way to help instill more confidence in them as they grow up and become adults? Yeah. I I tell them that what they should really be looking for in life is joy, is the bits of Mm -hmm. joy. And those are the things that they need to hold on to. Yeah. Oh, wow. That's so true. I love what you just said there. Find joy. If you can yeah. find joy and, and love and what, why you do what you do, right. it's again, you can then control what you can and, and let, and the things you can't, it will all come together. It just right. sort of and you works. Can't its find, way you can't find the simple joy in everyday life. If you are looking to uh, achieve something that you cannot possibly achieve. Yeah. Uh, it, it, it's a, uh, it's, it gets in the way of the everyday. Yeah. Um, it, so, like I said, good enough has been a mantra for nine years. And my business, Penny Lick Ice Cream Company, is eight years old. And there is no way I would have started Penny Lick if I weren't in that kind of headspace. Mm. Mm. Wow, it's just powerful. We got less than a minute to our next break, Ellen. If you, anything that you would like to sum up what we just, what you had just stated here, before we got a segue into the third segment after the commercial break. Um, simply put, uh, perfection is an illusion. Mm, it is. Think about that, everybody. <laughs> Think about what she just said. It's an illusion. I hope people find this freeing and not a total downer. Oh, it's a free. Yeah, they do. I, I'm, I'm going to go to the Facebook page after we go to break just to see what, what kind of feedback we have. Uh, and those that are listening, you know, I'm sure we'll get feedback later uh, here on the live uh, show and then on the on demand. So, uh, everybody, we got to go to break here pretty soon here in about less than 30 seconds. But again, you're listening to Ellen Sledge. She is the, again, the founder and CEO of Penny Lick Ice Cream Company. Again, this is not only retail, but also she makes ice cream for restaurants and for events and 
corporations, you name it, incentive programs. There's so many things. So again, you're going to learn more about her company coming here after the break. Uh, and it's just a wonderful thing that she does. It's more than just ice cream. It's an experience. It's about values. And, and, and again, you're getting to see that right here now, listening to her, or if you're on Facebook, that you actually can see her while she's talking and, and being, being transparent and vulnerable and real, or she's just an everyday person like you and I, no different. And with that being said, we got to go to break, but we'll be right back. What is balance? It's being true to your purpose and not being distracted by shiny objects, surrounding yourself with family and loved ones, nurturing your spirituality, maintaining healthy balance of emotional and physical wellness, and being present in the moment. Chris Salem creates awareness about unblocking mindset barriers for sales professionals, business leaders, entrepreneurs, and all types of people to have sustainable success at the next level. The solution evolves out of the problem or challenge. The issue is that many people and businesses manage the effect but do not address the root cause. You now have an opportunity to live your life and operate your business in the solution rather than the effect of your challenges. Schedule a time to chat about your goals and the person you desire to be by going to ChristopherSalem.com. We have group consulting calls, one-on-one, and other programs to assist you. It will be the best thing you do for yourself to see how sustainable success is possible for you in your life and business. Join us at the next level. Visit ChristopherSalem.com. We don't follow. We lead. Join us. The Voice America Influencers Channel. You are listening to Sustainable Success with Chris Salem. Call into our program today at 1-866-472-5795. Again, that's 1-866-472-5795. Or send an email to Chris at ChristopherSalem.com. Now, back to Sustainable Success. Well, welcome back. We're here with Ellen Sledge. She's the CEO and founder of Penny Lick Ice Cream Company. We're talking about embracing good enough. Our show is being brought to you today by our sponsor, Alumni Direct. They are a new social media community platform, bringing together alumni, fraternities, sororities. So no matter where, where, wherever you were in college, whatever year, this is an opportunity not only to get in touch and connect with people that you went to school with or in your fraternity, sorority, or maybe perhaps a defunct business, but you meet new people. Uh, this platform takes out all the noise away from, you know, Instagram and LinkedIn and Facebook, allowing people to engage in a way that they can add value to each other. And perhaps you might find your next job opportunity or business partnership in this particular community. They also offer different uh, affinity partner programs, services that you would not get otherwise in terms of insurance in your business, for your family and a wide variety of other things that are not available to would be available to you on an individual level. Check them out at myalumnidirect.com. That's myalumnidirect.com. So Ellen, we, you've just shared a lot of words of wisdom here today about <laughs> progress, about, uh, you know, you know, it's about transparency, vulnerability, learning from mistakes and good enough is, is where it's at. It's not about practice makes perfect. It's about from what you said, practice makes good enough. 
I'd like to you share a little bit about about you know the you know what you've done with in the eight years that you built this company, and it's yes it's yes you've made allergen free ice cream, but it's more than just ice cream. It, it's really it really creates an experience. People find joy, and you've got so many dedicated customers from event people that you know buy you know have had your ice cream at events to restaurants to the retail location and so on. Yeah, well. Um- Penny Lake is eight years old and just about eight years old. As of June 1st, we will be an eight-year-old business. And like I said early on when I felt like, okay, I'm, I'm ready to start a small business and I'll start it tiny. And if it fails, it fails. And if it succeeds, maybe I've got something. I loaned myself $10,000 in 2013. I bought a little bicycle wheeled cold plate freezer push cart. I made ice cream in a kitchen that I rented space in by the hour. And I got free freezer space to store my ice cream there by bartering with ice cream. <laughs> and I started selling at a local farmer's market here in Westchester County. I sold uh, first time out that first day. It was Hastings Farmer's Market. And I don't know if any Westchester listeners are there or listening, but it's superior. I think it's the best curated farmer's market there is. And it's a wonderful vibe. I started selling pints of ice cream and uh, because nobody really wants an ice cream cone at eight o'clock in the morning at a Saturday morning farmer's market, I made these little push pops so they could take them to go. They would uh, get mini push pops and bribe their kids so they could go buy their kale and everything else. And that first season at a farmer's market completely framed how I wanted to grow the business, the ethos of it, the ingredients, the sustainability of it. And I tell everybody who wants to start a small business in food that a farmer's market is really the best place to start because a farmer's market buyer is different than any other type of buyer. They are conversational. They want to know about you, your ingredients, your process. They want to know the name of the cow the cream came from. And so it's as much an experience, as much a customer experience as the ice cream itself. That has carried straight through to our store in Hastings on Hudson. And we are carrying it through our, our uh, events. We have a fleet of push carts now. They're all cute. And they go to corporate picnics and weddings and birthday parties and bar mitzvahs. They go to festivals. They, they go everywhere. Obviously, in 2020, they went nowhere. But in every other part of our career, they've gone everywhere. And um, it is so important uh, in food at, to have a wonderful experience. I learned that particular part, though, when I was working like back of house at restaurants. I learned um, very quickly at a like a three star, four star restaurant I was working at. I was pastry and I would get there early in the morning to prep things. And if somebody didn't show up to work the line that night, I'd be working the line as well. We'd have 300 guests a night. And what I learned was it didn't matter how much effort I had put into every component on that plated dessert. If the waiter putting the dessert in front of the customer is a jerk, they're not gonna remember how good the food was. They're going to remember how bad the experience was. So uh, for me, for my staff, for my business, customer service is absolutely key. We want every customer to feel special. And so we do that to the best of our ability. Um, anyway, Penny Lick uh, 
part that's part of the the ethos of Penny Lick. The other part of it is that we have a very clean ingredients list that is also peanut, tree nut, and sesame free. It is so very important to 32 million Americans and growing in this country that um, all food manufacturers and restaurants have extraordinary safety practices. In the food manufacturing world, there's a code for it. It's a good FDA code, good manufacturing practices, and it is part 117B. Um, I will not spend any more time quoting that to you because all of your listeners will fall asleep. Um, we, uh, but we are extraordinarily detailed and thoughtful in our processes and in our products and in our customer service. So we are now eight years old that we have, um, the storefront in Hastings on Hudson. We have push carts that go everywhere all over the Metro area in Connecticut. You can book them anytime on our website. If you want one graduation season is upon us. Um, we deliver ice cream. We actually hand deliver ice cream five days a week in Westchester County and in Fairfield County. And you can order those right on our website. We make cakes, custom cakes. After this interview, I think I have 10 to make because Mother's Day is this weekend. Yes. And a lot of people ordered ice cream cakes for Mother's Day. And then we have a new and very exciting wholesale business. We sell right now to restaurants, to venues. We have just started selling to grocers. And we sell um, cups, we sell pints, we sell novelty items. And uh, novelty items is industry lingo for the single serve packages. So a single serve cup, a single serve bar. And uh, you can learn more about that on our website. We have grown slowly and carefully. And don't get me wrong, I want my business to succeed. So it's important that things can be as quote unquote perfect as possible. But I don't beat myself up if things go wrong. And I find that if I put some sort of pressure on my staff to perform like uh, perfect trained seals, they will get nothing done and they will look miserable. So instead, we talk about mistakes when they happen. And we figure out what in the process could be changed, what we could do to make it easier for them. And then we just say, all right, keep going. Shake it off just another day. It's ice cream. Listen, it's ice cream, right? So I chose in the food world, the most joyful thing I could possibly choose. Children come into our store and they're like, yay, my mom said I could have chocolate. I did not bite my brother today. So she said I could have chocolate. I mean, everybody's excited to be there. <laughs> when I started my ice cream business, you would have thought I was a movie star because the little kids followed me around. In fact, we do have some movie stars who live here in Hastings on Hudson. And I won't name them, but my youngest daughter is best friends with the daughter of a movie star. And when they were in second grade, they decided they'd be best friends because their moms were both so famous. But one of them's a movie star and one of them just owns the ice cream shop in town. So, you know, second graders have a very different perception of fame. Yes, <laughs> they do. And I, and I can't, I love what you shared about, uh, you know, what you've been doing in the, the evolution of Penny Lick and, you know, a lot of businesses that, you know, that have evolved. I mean, you could probably relate and maybe perhaps those that are listening and they're just starting out or maybe started before COVID and things got, you know, you know, stopped in your tracks with COVID and now you're picking up again. You know, listen to Ellen, listen to her journey. This, you know, it's a process, just like what, what she talked about in just in general, what we talked about in the first two segments. So, 
Yeah. Ellen, I want you to, we have about three minutes left and I would like you to, you know, people that, you know, get to know more about you. If they want to reach out to you to get to know you and what you do and how you show up to speak at schools and companies yeah. and rotaries. And then also yeah. where can they find you to get ice cream? <laughs> <laughs> well, you can start by going to pennylickicecream.com. We have a store in Hastings on Hudson, New York. We have a factory in Port Chester, New York. We deliver. You can order right on our website. We have just, we are just moving into shipping. And so um, it's not on the website yet, but if you want shipping, you can actually call us and we'll take care of that for you. We uh, offer pints, cakes, scoops of ice cream, milkshakes, everything you would find in a traditional ice cream parlor and a little then some. Uh, we deliver throughout the year. Uh, COVID made us all exceptional Uber Eats drivers of a sort. Um, actually, that was really joyful. You dropped ice cream off on people's doorsteps during the worst of COVID. <laughs> people were so excited. They're like waving at you while you're at your car and they're like, how are you? I don't know them. But they're like, this is so nice of you to stop by. I'm so excited. <clears throat> ice cream is full joy. If you want to find me personally, I don't actually personally have a website. I was thinking of doing that. I should probably do that. But uh, you can find me on LinkedIn, Ellen L. Sledge. And if you find Penny Lake Ice Cream Company, we have a page there too. Uh, we have Instagram. We have Facebook. We're pretty easy to find. Wow. Well, I encourage everybody to check her out. She's a phenomenal storyteller, shares from the heart, uh, great speaker, She's appeared not only on this show, but she's appearing on other podcasts and radio shows. So definitely if you are a podcaster and you feel that her, her, what she shared could add value to your audience, feel free to reach out to her. And if you reach out to me, I'll put you in touch. Uh, either way is fine. Again, get to know her and all the great things. She has a lot of words of wisdom that can help you in your business or perhaps maybe something personal as well. So Ellen, we have about less about maybe about 15, 20 seconds, anything, parting, any words that you like to leave the audience? Oh my goodness. It's just been a fun day. I would like to tell you all to go out and enjoy this summer. We have all had one very long winter that I think was approximately a year and a half long. So go out and live every minute and find all the joy you can. Wow. Well, we got a lot of great stuff. You heard what she said. You know, we be, you know, take caution, but don't live in fear. Go out and, you know, wear your mask where we're applicable, yeah. but enjoy your Masks summer. Are important. And by all means, go get your ice cream at Penny Lick Ice Cream. It's worth the drive, especially, and she'll ship to you. So check yeah. it out. So uh, thank you, Ellen, for being here. We greatly appreciate taking time. I know you have a busy day. Uh, not only you, you are running this business, but you got a lot of stuff that you're involved in. So we want to thank you for being here. And guests, we want to thank you each and every week being here with the Sustainable Success Way as our promise to you, we'll always bring guests like Ellen here to share from the heart, share from personal experience, and helping you to decide what that means to you to scale your business and your personal life to the next level. Till then, have a wonderful rest of your week and a great weekend, and we will see you next Thursday. Have a great day, everybody. Thank you for tuning in to Sustainable Success. Be sure to join Chris Salem and his guests every Thursday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time and 12 noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Have an incredible week.